listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. He's been wishing for a burner to kill everybody walking. He knows that his soul's in the furnace. Fine bitch on BET. Hottie Wallace, she fucking on BET. Wildin' for Wallach. Kill everybody walking. He knows that his soul's in the furnace. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. He's been wishing for a burner to kill everybody walking. He knows that his soul's in the furnace. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tales podcast. Your host Rod and See, he should have just when when they already did the lyrics, he should have just came through and been like, "Remember the vicious, remember the furnace." We like, "Oh, that's it, that's it right there." Uh, if, you, if you guys don't recognize the voice already, it's Rod and Ash. You don't recognize the voice already. Uh, you should, cause he's been on the show before. You may know him from doing stand up in the middle of one of our shows. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you might know him, uh, as one third of the Now Defunct Three of Negroes podcast. Mm-hmm. Or you yeah. might already follow him on Twitter and social media and know him as Neruda Care Bear on Twitter. It's my man, Neruda Williams. What's up, dog? What's up? What's good? How y'all doing? Nah, we great, man. Appreciate we, you coming through. Yeah, we do. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. And also, you're here, and let's just get the business out of the way, man. You're here to promote the Harlem Comedy Festival. What, what's going on with that, man? Uh, so it's it's dope. Like we, uh, I don't know, maybe like a year ago, I had a friend in town, uh, Sonia Vi. She's a comic out in LA, and uh, she stayed with me. She was doing a Hoboken Comedy Festival, right? And I went to the festival, and it was dope. Um, but then I, I started thinking. I was like, Yo, there's a festival in Brooklyn. There's a festival in uh, Hoboken, there's a festival in Yonkers, there's a festival all over the tri-state area, but there's no Harlem Comedy Festival. There's no festival, mm-hmm. you know, representing that that area. And then on top of that, I started to do more research, and I was like, there's not even a festival in the country that represents and showcases black talent as primarily, like, focus on it primarily, right? And I was like, that's a problem, you know? Yeah. And so I just, I was, I was just like, every time I've done a festival, every time I've been to a festival, what they have is Generic white boy, generic white boy, generic white boy, generic white boy, one woman, and then a person of color, right? And mm-hmm. that could be, you know, whatever they decide is the person of color of interest, right? And I'm like, that, that that's definitely important because what you can stand out in that, they, they see that you can do both markets, and that's great. But I also felt like there should be a time when, when it should be black comic, black comic, black comic, black comic, and then one token white person and then let's see if they stand out and let's see who stands out amongst all of those and you know like uh let's have a place where if all the talent is being picked out of these festivals then there needs to be a festival where it's not primarily white so that we can we can get even closer because it's still not fair but we can get closer to a more um i don't know even system when it comes to the talent that you see on television the talent that you see on stage the talent that you see on film and um and yeah and 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 and, and yeah that, that that was it yeah. i mean it definitely matters man one of the things about stand-up and the more i see like kind of the comedy community via my social media you know friends and and at this point colleagues and all this stuff not not that i do stand-up but you know just in that circle right um it's so much of it is just business and so much of it is also like uh nepotism and who you know um but one thing that has struck me just uh, a lot over the last year or two 
is the fragility of certain like white comedians when it comes to ideas like hey let's have us a you know let's let's have us a show where it's just women let's have us a show where it's just brown people let's like it's it's amazing to watch how insecure people are about just the fact that you know they're not gonna this is one time where they won't be needed to get a spot like they won't be needed to ask or anything and it's kind of weird to watch the backlash yeah and it's like uh when they're not put on a pedestal it's it's disturbing and i I mean there's a great quote that's all over facebook you know uh what is it um hey hold on one second nehrud i gotta refresh one second because we're getting static in the uh, audio one second coming right back um all right sorry people was talking in the chat saying we was getting static and i definitely uh want to get the sound right because it gives me an opportunity to eat another grape (laughs) live on the air Mm. this episode is brought to you by grapes delicious and they make (laughs) you can't have wine without grapes all right man we back sorry about that cool but yeah like um what is it um i can't remember what the quote is now but it but it was it, it's basically saying like if if you're constantly used to, to having privilege um not having it you feel oppressed right or something right. to that effect um and and i see that all the time i mean definitely with cinder block it was crazy uh because she wasn't even saying that straight white men couldn't uh submit she was just saying that for the for the pre-submission for the early bird submissions Straight white men had to pay pay seventy seven cents more on the dollar than than people of color, women, the handicapped, and um, the LGBTQ community. Right. And it was clever and fun, and it was just like, yeah, like that's 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 a cute way to handle that situation and to point something out. And they fucking just went off. Like it was like, what? Why do we have to pay more? And this is unfair. And da da da. Like cut it out. Everybody's down until they got to give some shit up, right? Like everybody talks a good game about fairness and shit, but they got to make a sacrifice. Yeah, the second you problem. Yeah, the second that you highlight it, man. That like, all right, man, y'all have a little easier than other people. It's like, nah, fuck that. My shit is harder than everybody else's. It's way worse. And, uh, you find out that a lot of people are cool with the status quo, even though yes, they are. a lot of comedians kind of see what they do is like railing against the status quo. But it's like a lot of motherfuckers just be reinforcing that shit. And specifically when it comes to them, man. So have you had to deal with any of that with this, you know, with this being such a black event? You know what's funny? Uh, I was thinking that I was, right? Like, I, um, I've even, you know, sometimes we have to hide our intentions as mm-hmm. black people so that, so we have to speak in code so that, so that, you know, I was even doing that. I was like, you know, I'm calling it the Harlem Comedy Festival and showcasing people of color. And then when I talk to like somebody like face to face, like, you know, over a beer, I'm like, no, this is a black comedy festival. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, I can't say that outwardly, right? Because then I'm being reverse racist or some fake bullshit. Right. Um, and I was like, uh, but but I was I was really surprised. But it, it actually was the first person to hate on us was a black dude. It was like mm. a black dude who was like um, calling it whack and like being real like just not not supportive. And I'm, I'm like I'm like these two showcases are all black comedians, you know, uh, who are working really hard and who who are who are starting to gain success in TV time. And to, for you to call them whack just because they don't do the exact same type of comedy that you do. And because they're in places and clubs that you don't do, mm. I, I was like, that's so not only unfair, but like, it's so small minded to me, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we should be trying to 
build each other. We should be trying, like, you know what I mean? Like, we should be trying to, uh, to congratulate and, and showcase each other, right? Like, and yeah, it was, yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, Man, yeah. and, and like, what was his, his reasoning was that y'all don't do the same type of comedy, so it's, yeah. it's a whack event. Yeah, so, wow. so, um, so there's, you know, there's, there's different scenes in that, especially in the entertainment industry. We were forced, you know, at, at, uh, during, during, uh, during reconstruction and during the Harlem Renaissance, we were forced to create the Chitlin circuit and to create our own market, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, which is what the Apollo and, and a lot of these mm-hmm. places came out of. A lot of the black comedy clubs, comedy act theater, all this stuff came out of that, right? Right. And so what it did was it created, uh, you know, uh, this, this this dual world in, in comedy, right? So you've got comics that pretty much just do black and urban rooms, and and you know, uh, you could we, you could you could you could summarize them as the BET comic view comic, but I feel like that's I don't want to be uh, condescending towards it because it's a it, some of these guys are incredible, um, and it's not all black people do this and white people do that. Some of these guys are just amazing uh, multi talented artists that can also tell jokes. And that also do act outs that nobody else can do and impressions that nobody else can do. So I mean, it's a it's a beautiful thing, but but it's it's split, right? So especially in New York, right? You've got guys that do the clubs downtown and 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 do uh, the, the 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 indie rooms and the alt rooms in Brooklyn and Queens, and then you've got guys that do the Bronx and you got guys who do Harlem and 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 it's more of a black oriented style um, and a black oriented audience, right? It's not really a mixed audience as much. Um, and so those guys, there is some bitter, bitterness though, and it's always been like that, even before this thing. It's always been like that, where it's like to break through to Hollywood, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta stop doing Harlem, right? Because remember, it used to be Harlem was black Hollywood, mm-hmm. and, and white Hollywood was in LA, right? And everybody wanted to come to Harlem from Louisiana, from North Carolina, from Indiana, from Chicago to do their thing, because it's like that's where, that's where the buzz was, that's where you got the heat, that's where you got the dough and and for white people they want to go to hollywood right and so now it's like yo if i want to get on tv i got to go to hollywood because they ain't looking for me uptown you know mm-hmm. what i mean and so there is a bitterness to it um and, and it's fair and it's just to have that but in this case i'm trying to bring downtown and uptown together and i'm from harlem you know what i mean i just happen to also play the clubs you know what i mean but i you know i, I don't change my, my my personality is because I'm in Carolines or because I'm in like, stand up New York. Like I like I do the same shit that I would do in you know in Mocha or in you know uh, Footprints or wherever the fuck you know whatever Black Room, right? Right. So what, you know, so so with this festival, I was trying to bring both together. I was trying to bring the artists that don't usually play uptown, uptown, and I was and I had artists from uptown also incorporated in that and bring and bring the venues. That don't usually get those artists and who don't get that that promotion, bring them that downtown money, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with gentrification happening right now, right? Um, you know what I mean? Like, there's so when I was a kid, right? All you really had going on in the neighborhood was like dice, selling crack, or just hanging out in front of the stoop, drinking and snapping on each other, right? Like, there's right. there's only one movie theater in all of Harlem, so white people moving up there and they're going to the coffee shops, restaurants, they're putting money there. Uh, but then they're going downtown for their entertainment. And we have a vibrant culture that we should be, you know what I mean? Like, uh, capitalizing on and, and not letting them appropriate along with it, right? Right. So I was like, you know what I mean? So I was like, yo, if we have a comedy festival here, 
then it shows all this black entertainment, all these black entertainers, and and putting money back into their pocket, putting money back into the community's pocket, um, by, by by putting it into black venues and, and venues that are, that are that are people that live in the neighborhood. I was like, you know, um, yeah, I was trying to create a solution. You know, I was trying to create a, a path between those two things. But yeah, you know, uh, it's a sad thing that it happens. It's you know, it happens over and over again in history where um, we kind of we kind of we kind of fight in in a in a in a, in a weird way to 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 succeed right. because it seems like there's not that many opportunities for us, which is true. But it, instead of thinking about ways to create those opportunities, and I feel like right now in 2016, with the internet and all the different outlets for for all your, any type of expression, this is the most valuable time and, and most important time when we have access to all this technology to do that for ourselves. For the first time in history, we don't have to defend, depend on a white uh, distribution system mm-hmm. or a white uh, industry or a white CEO or A&R to find us. Right. We can send ourselves and send our <clears throat> talent out there. And, and, and yeah, I just think it's, yeah. Yeah, I, it, I, I mean, it's it always, about. it's always, like, one, it's kind of that jealousy thing, too where um it's just a human trait and when you combine it with race a lot of times people try to turn it into like a racial motivation where it's really just some point blank if i i want to be there you know what i'm saying i deserve that 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 attention that you just worked so hard to get because it's not like motherfuckers step in and want to do the work like it's not you know what i mean it's not like the motherfucker hit you up and said oh you're playing a comedy festival how can i motherfucker i'm about to plan this bitch better than you playing this motherfucker let me show you how to plan a comedy festival in harlem like it was it's not like that it's just like oh you got a festival Oh, I ain't got to open this spot, man. Fuck this nigga. You know, it's like a totally different thing. It's jealousy. Yeah, and 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 I would have been totally open. And I went and saw him uh, last night. Actually, I went I went over to that room because I did that room before. Like these niggas didn't even remember me because I I I haven't moved on. But like I've been doing shit where you know I you know I gotta get paid. You know what I mean? Like and I'm right. sorry, but the you know what I mean? The little you know chump change i'm sorry but like you know from a bar show is just not that's white people bar shows too like right. you know I mean? that's everybody's fucking bar shows like right. if i got paid gigs i'm gonna do those right so then when i walk in yesterday they're like oh dude and i'm like yeah and they're like Burr. so we got it together it's it's cleared up now but but yeah it's like um it, you, you don't drop me a message right. you don't you know you don't tell me how you can help you don't tell me how i can change it you know what i mean to just jump in and then just shit on it. It's a natural thing. I mean, we snap on each other. Like, I mean, that's right. a natural thing. But it's like, it's different when it's not out of love. You know what I mean? And right. it gives, I mean, that's also a way to get the attention, too, is snapping right. like that. Right. As a, rather than approaching it on a, some reasonable, let's talk it out type shit. Or, or just can you explain what's going on with this? Instead, it's, you know, let me say something to get your attention by saying something negative, which is always fucked up. Cause now, no matter how you try to come back from it, I always am going to have this negative association with the way you approached me that time. And that shit, you know what I mean? It Especially in a, like I said earlier, you know, in that, in that industry, it's a lot of nepotism, a lot of favoritism and shit like that. If something does happen where this is a, you know, okay, this is the 12th, festival and and people are getting on from this and it, then it's like well how come i never get on well actually the reason you never get on now because you got on my nerves at one fucking time so it's that it's that simple right and it's, i mean go ahead no, Karen. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry and it's funny though 
because you're doing something that a lot of people a lot of comedians say they quote unquote won't like you want all black rooms you want things to put people of color at the spotlight be centered around people of color this is what we say we want and then when we get it people turn around and they shit on it because it's black and you go well nigga you can't have it both ways we already excluded and you're complaining about how we excluded so you mean to tell me not trying to be funny if a white man was running this show and said he wanted all black people would your attitude be any different why does it have to be ran by somebody white well also it's never enough but right. that's the thing we get back to like when we talked about leslie jones when we talk about the way people feel about representation on tv shows when it's like one black character and they don't like how he is or how she is a lot of that shit just comes from the fact it's not enough so what like people are blaming the black people that are doing things that are creating that are being artists but they're failing to realize that you wouldn't feel so uptight about how this person handled their shit if there were like five black people handling that shit you know what i mean and one of the only ways for that to happen is for at least one person to be doing some shit you know and to do it successfully because then it opens the lane like we talked about yesterday on the show with bossy it's not just that oh we have some black people on tv this fall that's dope it's that we got different types of blackness on tv it's you know atlanta's not the same as queen sugar and Mm -hmm. queen sugar's not gonna be the same as insecure and insecure is not gonna be the same as uh you know like the way that belinda brown is portrayed on vice principles like right all those all those are different lanes because those are all part of the black experience and i think we get caught up when it you know like the get down is different like we get caught up when it's like oh there's only one black person in this and now all the pressure goes to them or there's only one black festival uh right now we now all the pressure is on you to get every type of black comedian in there and they got to get the right amount of time and the right billing and all this shit every year and it's like yo man i can't like i can't be that yeah and it's fucking overwhelming like i'm i'm we're doing 12 events over six days wow um and uh like, this is the biggest thing I've ever tried to run. And then on top of that, behind all of just the organizing of it, like, there's also, like, I'm trying to do it right, right? So I trademarked Harlem Comedy Festival. I got the whole website shit together. And, like, you know, the corporate structure, dealing with lawyers. This is not stuff that I usually do. Like, I'm, you know, I'm usually, like, you know, picking the jokes and, like, you know, getting high. Like, like I'm like I'm partying, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, a, I'm not really that type of dude. And so... I'm sacrificing to do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, until you do that, like until, you know what I mean? Like you, 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 you have, you have that, that, that wherewithal to be like, yo, I can help or I can do this too. Then I don't want to hear what, what you got to say about it. Like to me, it, it's insulting to me because it's like, yo, I'm out here like busting my ass and then just some dude who's sitting around is talking to me about what I should be and how I should be doing it. It's like, cut it out. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, well um i'm sure it's gonna be uh lit as the kids say mm-hmm. um yeah and it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of work too man like uh how much like how different is this from say trying to organize one show or one event say a monthly show or something like that uh, uh very different because um at least with a, with a monthly show uh you have time to kind of like really curate uh, each show, and you don't really have to, right? Like, you can just, you know, you can just put up random six because you can always get somebody up, you know? With this, this is like a once a year thing. So it's like, you know, uh, the showcases have to be like 
pretty special, you know? And then everybody has different schedules and, um, and then with the different venues, you know, venues back out, venues, uh, don't confirm fast enough. I have to prepare, uh, different materials based on that, uh, getting sponsorships, which you don't usually need for, for a monthly show. Um, it's just like juggling so many things at once. Are comedians know? like treating you different now? Cause it's more like a decision maker position with who gets in and who doesn't and all that stuff. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think I've gotten more like people reaching out to me like, yo, you know, I really want to help you with this or help you with that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is, is really beautiful, you know, uh, that people, you know, cause I don't think it's just selfish. Like I think that people are like, oh, this is bigger than just some dude who runs, runs a show. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and so I, I do think they, they see that. But no, nah, not really. Like I still, you know, I still got to, you know, wait on the list at Mike's and I still, you know, I still got to like. Uh, they might be waiting know, like, to see if you could pull it off one time. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, if the shit go down and it's good, then it's like we could start, you know, with, with the kiss in the ass. But maybe they waiting right now to be like, yo, it might, something might go wrong, you know? Like, yeah, and then if lie. it goes wrong, I could just be like, oh, cool. I'm glad I never moved them up on my list, you know? <laughs> yeah no i totally agree like oh, wait till he fucks it up <laughs> and also man yeah. I, I don't know if this is a uh just a thing where uh you've you've been like this for a while or just something i've noticed but also your facebook is pretty woke as the kids say um and so like does that have uh any bearing within like you know comedy and the comedy uh community because i you know i always hear like it's almost like split where people are like i hate people getting on facebook and talking about these things and being serious and 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 all this shit and, and it's like almost like a hard push back against that on certain parts of the community but then there's also like part of the community that's very much like this you know we're up on the new liberal jargon and way of thinking and we're pushing the envelope with comedy that way yeah well, I think, um, number one, I use, I use Facebook. I've been using Facebook since college, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like I went to a uh, new school, right? Which was like one of the first ones a part of it. Cause it was all private universities in the Northeast. Right. So, uh, I've been doing this for years, like just writing my random thoughts on it. And I use it really as like a journal kind of like, you know, um, then since I've been doing comedy for the last like eight, nine years, uh, it's been a way where like, I'll have a thing that I think is funny. I'll write it there see the re- reaction to it whether whether i get a lot of likes on it or not if i really think it's funny i'm gonna i'm gonna expand on the idea no matter what right mm-hmm. and i'll do that on stage so it's kind of like a, a launch pad for that type of shit um and the wokeness is is just because that's the type of stuff I, I think about you know my pops is a sociologist so like i've been in a in a graduate level sociology class since i was like three you know what i mean like mm-hmm. these are the things that are on my mind and that i discussed at dinner and stuff so uh so yeah, I don't, you know, uh, I don't think that, I don't think that it has to be a pulpit. Mm-hmm. Like I try to make everything I say a little bit interesting and funny, you know, to read. But, um, and sometimes I just write silly things. But, uh, but I do think if you're going to have a voice, right? Like I have a public voice. I'm on stage and I'm a performer. And, and then because I have a public persona online and during a social media presence, um, if, if you have a voice, I think it's a, it's a responsibility to say things um, that mean something, say things that uh, uh, hopefully create conversations that affect change 
and I think if you're not doing that, if all you're doing is mindless nonsense, then uh, then I don't think you really deserve to to speak, and you don't deserve to broadcast your voice. I think that's the biggest problem with social media is that it gives people the 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 the, the illusion that they just they like that they have something to say when they don't. Yeah. Uh, Right, yeah. right. A, a prime example of that is the Facebook Live. That's I think that's one of the worst things they ever could invent. It people <laughs> just turn on their phone. Hey, Facebook! I was like, you ain't saying nothing. Why did you turn this on and hit this alert for no reason? <laughs> Dude, I don't like that. Like, mostly people who go Facebook Live. I'm like, yo, I didn't even know you were alive, let alone wanted to see you live. Ah! Like, yeah, the the thing for me that is like, um. Uh, there's a lot of people that have done the mental gymnastics to basically confirm the status quo but but they frame it like they're being like revolutionary but they're saying the same shit people have always said so it's like oh see the rest of y'all too afraid to be racist but see i'm not afraid it's like what the fuck are you talking about like no nobody's afraid to say um a woman got raped and it's her fault that's actually goes back to the fucking bc ages like you're not you didn't invent that in in 2016 and become like avant-garde like you just said some ignorant shit that people have been saying forever and you're framing it like the pc mafia who's never caught a body and the pc police who've never arrested anyone are coming to get you when really you just you just ranting about some bullshit you sound just like every other motherfucker these imaginary people they ain't there now, I'm just saying, a lot of times people claim these imaginary people, they ain't there. But then when people really got people attacking them, y'all try to act like they're, they're imaginary. Nah, these people are real. Your people ain't. Right. And also, even, I don't, I don't really find it, even me, like, I don't find it brave. Like, I'm not being brave because I'm writing what I think is, 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 is important on, on fucking Facebook or on Twitter. Like, that's, right. that's not bravery to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing brave about you, you know, spiraling your opinion, uh, behind a keyboard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, say that shit to the motherfucker's face, and that's bravery. Right? Come on, come on. So that, and that includes me. Like, I don't. It's not bravery. Like, I'm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm espousing my thoughts, and I. <laughs> I got into an argument recently with like a hundred white people because they uh, uh, because I wrote a a thing uh, where I used football as an analogy for slavery. Mm-hmm. It was really an allegory for slavery, and. Uh, and it was about Colin Kaepernick not, uh, uh, no, the Seattle dude, uh, kneeling for the national anthem, right? Mm-hmm. And people up in arms, they were like, but those guys get paid millions and, and just really exposing exactly what I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? And not realizing it. And I'm like, I'm like, and, and then they're coming at me as though, like, they're like, well, they don't have to play and you, you hate football and you hate America and this and this. They're coming at me with this vitriol. Right. And I'm like, there's no reason to have all that passion this is a facebook post yeah that fr- that that fragility is so real dog like yeah. um i i think it was um uh, bill roden wrote a book it's called 40 million dollar slaves and it's about yes. you know uh athletes and all you know from high school to college to the professional leagues and how 
it has so many comparisons and so many uh similarities to things like sharecropping and slavery and whatnot and and people just like they see the title and they just get fucking furious it's like did you read the book no because listen nothing should be compared to slavery no one should ever bring it up and i'm like you don't okay cool all right cool nothing should be compared to slavery so why don't you give me some facts about slavery that you know oh you don't know shit you just don't want to think about it ever right (laughs) like it's not about reverence you don't have some revered place you just want to it's another nice way of saying shut the fuck up i don't want to talk about that i feel guilty which is also another nice way of saying every time i read well they don't have to play you know i I, you know what i heard i heard go back to africa nigger right yeah somebody people been telling me because i said um kate upton um her her uh well we'll we'll get to it in a second but her she basically told everybody uh she didn't like the protest and that they should only protest at a time in the place when she could ignore it and people have been like uh, like and this i woke up this morning and it was like this in my mentions just people going well if you don't like it move get out of this country uh and my yeah. boy made a perfect analogy uh my man nick uh nick nohart uh from uh the defunct filling the lanes podcast but mm-hmm. nick was like <laughs> that's like saying uh if the temperature in your house is too hot get another house like don't like don't, don't try to work on the thermostat just move the fuck out because that's the only man to fix it yeah it's so it's such a ridiculous response but multiple people responded to that like that way to me to which i'm like if you don't like living in a country where i can voice my displeasure why don't you move right like why i gotta be the one to why leave? i gotta be the one to leave you didn't build this shit <laughs> Uh, another thing is the post that i wrote i never mentioned slavery actually mm -hmm. it's imagery that seems slave-like right because Mm -hmm. that's the point i'm making so every time a white person got all up in line like well it's not slavery i'm like but you see you you do realize that you think it is because you recognize what i'm saying here like you know if it really wasn't like slavery you wouldn't get it you wouldn't you wouldn't be upset at all you'd just be like Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Right. But the fact up in arms about the fact that I put the imagery of slavery in your head by using none of the words of slavery, just just basically t- saying exactly how I felt about what a football player goes through from 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 uh, from coming from a poor uh, area usually and 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 ending up, you know, um, a lot of times with different types of head trauma, brain trauma, and another physical industry uh, 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 hand. Oh shit! Do we lose Neruda? Uh oh, his internet might have cut out. Oh shit! See, and that's why you gotta pay. Let me hold it down because they shut you down when you speak from your heart. Uh, yeah, he froze. Maybe we can get him to refresh or something. Um, all right. Um, all right. Let me uh go ahead and and do some business while he's while hopefully refreshing and we can get him back um first of all is the blackout tips you can find us on itunes and stitcher and search for the blackout tips leave us five star views we'll come up and when we do um you know let us know what you think about the show leave a positive five star review and uh we will uh you know we'll see what's going on with that man we appreciate everybody it takes a time out to do that uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 
and uh in addition to uh make sure you guys go to harlemcomedyfestival.com uh in addition to that uh we also wanted to mention that jl colvin friend of the show it's the last day if you're hearing this on wednesday it's the last day you can go vote for him he's doing his trump impression and uh he can win some money it's called laughter trumps hate.com and just go to laughter trumps hate.com slash vote i'll put it in the show notes for you it took me a second to vote it's basically a move on.org thing you put an email address in um and it counts your vote and if he wins he you know we can help fund more of his great videos like today he released uh the video for homeless trump which uh well is amazing uh just an amazing video so um make sure you guys take the time out to uh to do that because we appreciate everybody takes time out you put it in the chat uh oh yeah i can do that let me put it in the chat for y'all uh and the homeless trump video is fucking fantastic y'all um all right let's see um there you go that's the link i just put in there um <clears throat> also we're sponsored today we're actually uh double sponsored okay i see naruto back in so he should be back on screen momentarily mm-hmm. uh but yeah we're sponsored today we're actually double sponsored uh we are brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps uh all you got to do is go to getbevel.com use code tvgwt get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com uh so make sure you guys do that uh and the other thing you guys can do uh is help us out by going to adam and eve Mm y'all that's right adamandeve.com because they are trying to hook you up um with some sexy sex time guys uh see if i can find a little sexy sex song i haven't really been listening to any sexy music lately i just just gonna randomly pick a song okay guys we this is just gonna take us where we go i don't i don't know how about this yeah one thousand things i don't know this sound a little too a little too upbeat for me i don't know y'all oh naruto did you say naruto yes i don't know why the fuck i always be calling him naruto and for some reason it won't let me invite him it says accepted and connecting karen oh okay so i have to wait on him to come on screen naruto at any rate let me in the middle of my ad oh, let me my finish my job where we get paid go to adamandeve.com right now because they want to hook you up they want to help you take half off y'all okay and you can't take it all off until you get at least half off right what you gotta do go to adamandeve.com pick out any one item it could be a sexy piece of lingerie it could be some toys it could be whips and chains and handcuffs it could be a video it could be a box of condoms it could be whatever you want Lube, so you can slide on in them dms mm-hmm. and you go to check out and put in code tvgwt and they'll give you 50 percent off uh they'll also give you three free adult dvds and a free exclusive gift to top it all off uh and free shipping on your entire order and all you gotta do is go to adamandeve.com and pick your one item that's it one item 50 percent off you get three free adult dvds free exclusive gift which may or may not be a clip bumper it is a clip bumper and Uh free shipping on your entire order so make sure you guys handle your business because um 
you know you can't can't have ain't, ain't no fun until you uh get this all right guys now let's do it naruto's back yeah that's how you know we professionals that was perfect uh <laughs> um all right man so we got all kinds of news and interesting stuff that's been happening okay. um lately um number one uh hillary clinton is gonna die okay guys she got uh i've been i've been reading the blogs and apparently ah, she's gonna croak in today she has zika virus she don't like support i believe what i've been reading they gonna uh, pull the plug yeah i believe that uh she is a clone and they are now using um her body as uh you know as some sort of uh she's alien a, yeah she's def- a maturian candidate is what i would say <laughs> um so clearly she needs to go you know um so i won't be voting for her obviously because she's dead i'm not voting for the clone of hillary clinton we must all vote for trump it's the only reasonable thing i, I am trump will not get my vote yeah. me either man i've passed out many a time man uh on park benches and parties you know what i mean like i'm with her be like i pass out i would i already said like yeah she passed out at like a 9-11 thing it was hot outside apparently she has pneumonia she was trying to tough through it Mm -hmm. which says so fucking much about how stupid our political process is the fact that we would she it's sad because the reaction has justified why she tried to fight through it because if she wouldn't have, if she would have just said i gotta take a few days off i'm gonna miss some of these patriotic events they would not the news our news media would have been like gerbil and just fucking jumped on top of it like she must not really respect the troops and uh the americans who lost their lives during 9-11 she don't care um she's oh been like oh she see this is why a woman can't be president because mm-hmm. they can't handle the pressure and they're, they're more fragile than men it would have been a bunch of bullshit yeah i i've yeah. said before man i would vote for her body on some weekend and bernie shit before i would vote for trump like if they just vote her out with sunglasses on and she was laid in a chair and two white dudes were on her side you got my making vote. her arms move i would be like i don't know why we can't vote for her over trump i feel like that that's that's perfectly fine uh <laughs> if, if like one side if one side like obama was moving the arm and on the other side like her uh tim kane was moving the arm i'd be like that's cool that works for me yeah because you know there's a double standard because when michael jordan played through the flu we we were like yo he's a god yo mm-hmm. that's amazing b he, he played sick we didn't say oh he could have harmed the team we didn't say oh you know what i mean how selfish of him to not, you know, play at 100% and, and to wait until he was healthy. No, we, we saw that as courage and we saw that as, as, as determination. Yeah. But when she, you know, goes to this thing with pneumonia, we're like, oh, how irresponsible of this lady, this lady uh, uh, presidential nominee. Cut Me- it out. Meanwhile, yeah. fucking uh, George W. Bush, I mean, the first George Bush fucking threw up on the prime minister of Japan like you know like we we pick we're very selective about this shit um you know i personally just don't care what her health health state is if she's like literally she could be laying on the resuscitation machine when november gets here and i'm pulling the motherfucking lever for her it doesn't you know what i mean like they could be like she's in a catatonic state i don't care uh we have no hope that she's gonna wake up 
the only thing is we're yeah. gonna wait to the day after the election to pull the plug i'd be like yeah well she got my vote mm-hmm. you know yeah. what i mean and fucking with her she's so prepared that i'm sure she would have like a whole series of of big of directives already written out for her people <laughs> to do she's fucking in some tube like getting better right uh that's that's what they couldn't figure out with the emails they're all written in code um Ah! it's a a secession plan um i did think uh because you know football was on 9 11 this year Mm -hmm. so it's a huge deal about who sat and who stood and who kneeled and uh all this shit right you know the the seattle seahawks combined arms and stood together in solidarity which is basically like the all lives matter version of, of protests. It's the, I call them the Seattle all lives matter Seahawks now. <laughs> cause that, cause that was such a non statement that they had because solidarity, when you bring it up in that instance, really means shut the fuck up black people. Yeah. And it, it doesn't, um, doesn't our, our outspoken, uh, hero, uh, Michael Richard Bennett. Well, well, here's the thing. Uh, Richard Sherman's a all lives matter type dude, mm-hmm. which is astounding because so many black people had his back when he was getting demonized uh yeah. in the press for having a tantrum after uh you know not even a tantrum but bragging and going off after that game um everybody was like, oh America's demonizing a black man blah blah blah, but um he did have something fucked up happening to him. someone hacked his Instagram, I think and they took uh pictures of like cops getting killed and shit and it was like black lives matter and and all this shit so in his mind he probably really thinks like that's what black lives matter is and he's so angry and shit he's never gonna do the research and he's never gonna let it go which is sad uh because he's a he's an intelligent man he doesn't have to like he shouldn't let that define the experience but that is probably his real first experience with that and so he's completely gone the other way well they also have michael bennett on the on the team and michael bennett and the wide receiver doug baldwin have been very outspoken pro pro black lives matter i felt like it was such a cop-out for them to to link up arms with the like this is solidarity like solidarity looks like you shutting the fuck up though you don't see that like the solidarity isn't isn't just y'all all doing the same shit but it's what y'all normally do that's like that was it was such a non-statement um so that was such weak sauce man um i i agree i agree you yeah. know um uh yeah to me it's like taking the knee is powerful to me you know what i mean especially as 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 an athlete and i think even more so i would have liked to see the whole team including the white athletes take a knee and that would have made a huge huge impact you know what i mean like a guy like tom brady or something you know and i'm not i don't like it that that this is the way it is but for some reason we always need a white man to confirm what we're saying for us to be believed um uh that's women that's that's people of color everybody if there's not a white man there watching it happen it didn't fucking happen so i i would have loved to see the whole team take a knee uh to, to stand in whole arms i'm like yeah i mean tom brady had a make america great hat make america great again trump had in his locker last year you know like the idea that political statements are foreign to the nfl or players should be punished for them 
is 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 ridiculous it's really only just that they a lot of people don't agree with this one you know <laughs> like when, when it was uh make america great again as a hat for for brady he didn't even have to explain it like they just were like what's up with the hat and he's like i don't trump's my friend i don't want to talk about it and it's just like the end you know <laughs> like could you even imagine him being like uh kind of cabinet why didn't you stand for the national anthem well uh you know in a country where black people get killed and stuff i just didn't feel like standing okay the end let's never ask any more questions about that we can move on he's stated what he feels we we don't treat it like that because so many people disagree with just the premise of black people being fed up with getting killed by the cops it's so amazing um i'll I'll go ahead no i was gonna say just the idea that racism i I think just the idea that racism exists for some reason infuriates many many white people um they they want to believe that it's over they want to believe that in some way shape or form because uh barack is president that uh and because there's rich black people that are richer than them that uh somehow they have been taken advantage of and they and it, it to me it's just it's what it is is it's, it's just a, a a bigger thing it's, it's the microcosm of it it's just the idea that like uh, I'm, 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 I gave you freedom. So all, everything that, that every success that a black person has had since this, the first time a white man let us read is, is, is because of white people. And yeah. so therefore, uh, we shouldn't complain. We should, uh, we should be, uh, 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 grateful and, and we should show gratitude for, for even having our fucking lives. So for even being able to play football for millions of dollars, he should he should just be grateful and he should never have an opinion and never ever complain he's being a baby he's being spoiled and it's it's absurd especially when you when they hit the like you're just playing a game it's like no 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 you play a game when you pick up madden okay like you play a game when you go get together with your family and thanksgiving and y'all toss around the old pigskin in the uh annual turkey bowl like that's a game i'm playing with supreme skills i have honed my body my body is the product to the to the like nth degree of perfection two percent body fat to even be one of the few people in this entire planet that can do what i do right when we're talking about a quarterback in the nfl with there being like 30 teams or something like that when and each team has about three quarterbacks and of those three quarterbacks most of them you know um you know are two of those th- three are on the back on the bench anyway mm-hmm. so we're talking about 90 people in the world that can do what colin Kaepernick does at the level that he's at not to mention he was at a level where he took a team to the super bowl like it's not like like he is more you Right? Yeah. yeah he's better at that than you are at whatever you do in life it's just so. it's yeah. just what and it doesn't you know that's not even an insult it's mm-hmm. just the truth like you're not one of the top unless you're one of the top 90 people in the world at whatever the fuck it is you chose to do with your life and i'm pretty sure you're not with yeah tp reports because so it's gonna do that shit too yeah so it's not a matter of charity he's not getting played to pay it play uh paid to play a game no his skill set requires that you pay him that much fucking money for what he does and it's the reason that he can have a voice and a platform and use it that way um and they can't do shit about it like (laughs) i remember when his contract was um it was right before the season started 
there was a roster bonus thing where they were like if they they could cut them and if they cut them then like they don't owe them all this money but if they but if they wait till after this date they do owe them like and it's some crazy amount like 16 million dollars or something and they kept them and this is before you need a protest shit and it's like yeah because they think he's potentially one of the better quarterbacks in the nfl that that has nothing to do with his stance on anything and the same way that we don't require tom brady to to endorse like his endorsement of trump he doesn't have to explain it that that is also because we know that he's one of the top say five to ten people at that position in the nfl he could come out and just be like i agree with every word trump has ever said and his team's not gonna do shit to him and neither is the nfl right it's a skill set thing it's like it's a cold hard fact thing it's not a uh his position is so morally superior or not it's so when people say stuff like you you're lucky to even play a game it's like no i'm I'm not lucky i'm better than you i'm skilled i'm more skilled than you luck is you know when you bet in fantasy football on me that's luck (laughs) ridiculous Yeah. yeah I'm prepared. I'm fucking yeah. I'm, at, yeah. At, at any rate, man, I, I, the big terrorism because uh, on, on some real shit, we did have a little bit of terrorism on nine eleven this year. Um, anybody play fantasy football knows the ESPN site and app went down. Oh my god! All goddamn day. <laughs> People oh was, my god! Fuck you, ESPN. I'm sorry. Everybody was that so was bad. terrible. The app went down. The site went down. You couldn't update your rosters. And me and Roger was at home, which is a bonus because online went up hours before the app did. But I know people at the bars were living because you know for some people at the bars, you know they don't might not bring their personal computers and shit, so your phone is the only way to keep track. And then you know when the four o'clock games came, that shit was still down. Yeah, because you know people take at four o'clock. Sometimes you know like the later games, it's like well. I don't know like one of my players is injured and I don't know if he's gonna play or not right. so I will switch him out or um I don't know one of my other players had a, a bad day so I'm gonna go with a riskier person later on in the day nobody could do any of that shit um and I was like wouldn't this be crazy it will it will it would be super genius if the new terrorism was just like yo uh-huh. let's mr robot america's number one pastime on a sunday and uh-huh. fuck up fantasy football for like eight hours because on 9 11 dog like i'm real talk if it happened i wouldn't be shocked if espn covered it up because it's that because right. it, it really does say a lot it's amazing how much people depend on that fantasy football and the ability if you think about what that app does how many millions of people t- like touch that data every second like on a sunday people are just refresh reopen up the app re uh change my roster and you expect it to be there 100 percent of the time and to never ever go down and it only really has to work that way with a guarantee on sunday and maybe like monday and possibly thursday night right maybe yeah so this is the one i was like what if it's a targeted attack you know what i mean like this will be but nobody claimed online that it was them because yeah, no. like that's what al-qaeda fucked up or yeah. whoever isis they, they should have been like it was us y'all yeah. fuck football we did it they should have took credit for that shit but they didn't you american pigskins right <laughs> <laughs> right oh man anyway they don't uh, want that type of heat yeah then we really would be like we're gonna bomb those yeah. motherfuckers i don't yeah. care <laughs> send the nukes obama send the nukes um never 
you should have <laughs> never i was unable to put in russell wilson and i will never forget that's my 9-11 never forget i know right <laughs> <laughs> um i but i did protest myself um Uh-oh. on 9-11 because i'm not scared what did you protest um i protested killing the black people you know in the way that i do whenever i protest the killing of innocent black people by the police i like to do so quietly in my own home in a space you know where nobody can see you know because i don't want to disturb enough a lot of white people you know i don't want them to feel any you know discomfort with the fact that i'm very upset about how the police are killing us you know it's just me and you in here right so yeah that's why i do it yeah i I wait till you go to sleep or something i just don't Ah, so you don't even want me to see it it's really just like a protest between me and my creator really it's just you know me in a corner of a room just protesting my heart out you know real hard you know um uh, just letting people know that i'm not i'm not down with this bullshit you ain't scared. that's happening no you i ain't never scared but i don't want michael rapaport to be inconvenienced you know so i just do it you know on my own volition you know you know like out back you know behind because nobody can see back here by the woods i just go out back hit hit the one knee real quick black power fist up come back in and watch the game man so I don't even think you need to do that. You know, I think even that may upset some people. Like, tell me, tell me, Loren might like see that from her fucking skyscraper in the sky, you know, this, like, Hitler top, and like, you know what I mean? Like, you need to comment on it. Like, I saw Rod TVG defeat uh, uh, Neil and put his fist up in his own backyard, and it upset me. Yeah. And, I feel like it was a violent way to tell me something that I didn't want to hear. You gotta hope uh, that I, the tower, uh, you gotta hope that from her tower of Sauron, um, like Lord of the Rings, that the I don't see you when you have yeah, your yeah. moment, you know, I, that's why I normally try to wait till like three, four in the morning, you know, cause I, hopefully everyone's asleep. I know my black ass is. Yeah, that way I get my protest on and then everybody yeah. could just, you know, and then when they ask me about it and they say, well, why do you suddenly care about all this black lives matter bullshit i never seen you protest i was telling well that's for your benefit you know yeah. i don't want you to feel <laughs> any pressure to change anything i mean why would i want people to be inconvenienced i mean you want me to show up to your brunch or block traffic that's ridiculous i i mean what if i take the 120 seconds that they sing the star spangled banner and i use that to protest well now you can't concentrate on that song i mean i just ruined the whole game for you i mean it's only three hours of football left and yeah. that's a very important moment i think i think you should you should because number one 3 a.m is nothing for tell me nobody that white isn't a vampire so she's definitely mm. up at, at 3 a.m true so i would say what you really got to do is uh just just in your own head mm-hmm. just think the vibes of don't kill black people and just let that energy mm. just go out into the universe. Yeah. And then you don't disturb anybody and it's just, it's the quietest protest possible. Just feel it in your skin that that's kind of a bad thing for us. Mm. And I think that'll change the world. That's what I'm gonna do, man. That's what I'm gonna do, man. I, you know, I had an idea. I mean, I'm not a comedian, but I thought of like a good skit for a comedian to do, which was, uh, you have somebody dress up as a police officer and then they kill an innocent black person and then they turn around at his as his family and the crowd is all outraged and they just start handing out ice cream just to kind of <laughs> just to kind of make a point <laughs> you know just to make a point you know like 
like you know they get the ice cream and the people are like oh you know i don't, I don't like i still not fuck with you dog you killed that innocent man and all of a sudden they pull out a basketball and they like cross the dude over and everybody's like oh the cop playing basketball i guess it's all good you know oh, they tell you how they live in the community right it's like a That's good a great idea right actually i think cops like swat should just instead of the swat van they should just drive a, a ice cream truck yeah and, <laughs> and then like every time they shoot a black person right like instead of planting a gun on them or you know whatever they should just put uh uh in the dead black guy's hand they should put an ice cream cone <laughs> in their hand and then like you know what i mean and then you know yeah and you know they what gave that mcdonald's that white boy mcdonald's the least they could do is give us um ice cream they just they just shoot you dead in the street and then uh in the in the back is just don't worry nothing to see here niggers get back in your house there's nothing here give give that give him a sherbet give him a sherbet there you yeah, go buddy go go ahead and, and hand out another protect and serve nutty buddy bar right my daddy here here you go here's a push pop there you go all right back to business as usual um yep. that was anyway that's my idea y'all <laughs> y'all are welcome to have it out there okay guys i'm not even gonna film it um all right man let's talk about they show won't yeah let's talk about uh real news okay okay but you know you know i've been thinking like oh no news is happening no news is happening but you know what it is i'm not covering anything on this show about hillary and trump to be honest Mm -mm. like like most of it is if it's not a joke i don't understand why people are treating these things so like there's got to be two sides and shit i can't believe cnn msnbc and fox actually have a full day's worth of this shit to talk uh, about full 24 hours you know it just seems so i like who's who's undecided at this point you know what i mean like who's like if i, I just need one more panel of black people arguing with racists and then i'm gonna figure yeah. out who i'm voting for mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and people that say they undecided a goddamn lie okay what nobody says yeah, now, yeah. And, and like the conspiracy theories that are like talking about her health and shit are just like it's funny because like they're like she passed out in the sun it's like but you've never been out in the sun you know <laughs> like it's just so ridiculous man <sighs> all right here's some good news all right that we can all get behind neruda's favorite rapper designer has not only did the ju- did the gun charge get dropped but no illegal pills were found in his car so it looks like the drug charges are being dropped against designer as well so he will still be out on these streets mumbling for for years to come he's not the next bobby Schmurder. i'm so happy for that dude me too that could have been bad yeah. yeah um uh i'm real i'm real proud of him and uh i don't i'm never proud of chris brown but uh i, I you know I'm, I'm happy that like it came out that, that she had set him up and that this whole thing you know uh it's it's like because for, for a long time i always want to take you know what I mean? The black guy's side. I always want to take, uh, you know, but we've been fucking up, man. A, a lot of our, you know, a lot of our black men have been getting caught doing shit that I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to believe it, but there's too much evidence to the contrary. You know what I mean? Like, and nah, so- I mean, look, I say this every time and I know it sounds, uh, it's, it sounds bad until you think it out, but I really do mean it. The best case scenario in most of these cases is that somebody was lying that's the yeah. best you can hope for once once an accusation is thrown because 
i don't want a person to have had you know a gun thrown to their face mm-hmm. i don't want someone to have been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. i don't want those things it doesn't mean i don't believe people and it doesn't and i don't refute like accusations and shit right. but well, it's just like it is a relief when you when it comes out and it's like oh this person was trying to set this person up or this person lied because at least at that point you can be like well maybe that person needs help or something or maybe that person legally they just you know they were being lascivious or they were being underhanded and they need to go to jail but that's way better than yo chris brown out here pistol whipping white women on a thursday it's just like oh shit this nigga want to die like right. <laughs> you know like <laughs> or designers out here you know what i mean like getting locked up even though but see like i don't like that like with with, with rock and roll and with punk music right like those guys could be those characters right and mm-hmm. then when they're not on screen or, or or being recorded they can be treated as human beings but when rappers for some reason we gotta fucking also be that same uh character on the streets and it's like but no, that character gets fucking arrested. That character gets murdered. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's not a good example to set for anybody. Yeah, the and authenticity so thing is it can be all fucked up in the game, and um, especially with rap and shit, because it's so like it can be so misogynistic and so violent yeah. and shit. It's like yo, I'm like I like it's one of the reasons I never got mad when people be like well you know rick ross is a fake gangster i'm like that's good yeah I, hopefully he'll be alive in 10 years mm-hmm. and because no one should be doing all this shit you know i remember dipset talking about moving weight from fucking poppy in in, in mexico and shit you're like no I'm, I'm glad that they're just making it up because the motherfuckers would be under the jail if they did that shit they'd be dead yeah. And then talking about it on the rap shit. Yeah. Like, Yo, dry stitching on yourself. Like, it, it never crazy. made sense. It never so, made sense. Yeah. So, so designer not actually, you know what I mean? Like getting, getting charged. It's, it's dope to me. Like, it's like, yo, thank, thank you. Thank, thank, thank the universe that, um, that, that another black man, uh, is, uh, is, is alive and he's not locked up and he's not setting the tone that somehow that shit is cool mm-hmm. or somehow um or or continuing the trend of like we just keep doing it you know what i mean and then for white people they look they say look look see this is why this is why black lives don't matter because this is what you could do when we you know what i mean i'm like and then it and then it becomes that other thing too where we have to look back and be like wait a minute um what the fuck were the police trying to do right like new york police again strike again with some shady tactics was was like wait so y'all were charging i mean you did charge him with these things and you had to drop all the charges what the fuck were y'all doing man like this it's a pretty big uh misunderstanding to go from you had guns and federal amounts of drugs on you to our bad he didn't have anything on him the fuck right and he had money to fight if he was a regular ass nigga he'd have been locked up or if his label would have been like nah you know what i mean Mm. like bobby yep like my man bobby free bobby all right new there's a uh now i don't know if you guys have enough money for this but if you do have 36 million dollars laying around that's okay, 36 million if you, if you got it i'm not saying you do but if you do you can buy a nuclear power plant in the united states wow and do what with it uh Recreate i mean, the simpsons <laughs> that's one thing yeah you can have you after spending more than 40 years and five billion dollars on an unfinished nuclear power plant in northeast alabama the nation's largest federal utility is preparing to sell the property at a fraction of the cost 
the tennessee yeah the tennessee valley authority has set a minimum bid of 36.4 million dollars for its belafonte or bella yeah belafonte nuclear plant and the 1600 surrounding acres of waterfront property on the tennessee river the buyer gets two unfinished nuclear reactors that's that's Uh that's a lot of reactors uh transmission lines an office warehouse buildings eight miles of road and one thousand a one thousand space parking lot and more wow i'm not gonna put a community out there you so Um, you will build a community karen okay yeah also if we could finish the reactors is that power like can we take that power anywhere or does it have to be in the immediate area like i don't know how it works because i would say we could take like i feel like 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 she said like 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 a small urban community like like you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. and have them invest in that right and have them get private power to like gardens and farms in in the city where they can have farm to table to the city where they like pay like a like a small fee for for cheaper energy and uh and and more sustainable and accessible um and cleaner and healthier food yeah you basically Um, have your own town that's like self-reliant yeah that's a dope i mean that's a dope idea now what i would do is make myself the ball in this crib ever nigga i have my own <laughs> nuclear power reactors you know what i'm saying you know what i mean right. bitches i would get in my motherfucking nuclear reactor power plant you know what i'm saying my shit will be glowing like the parties will be lasting for days it's like oh we just blew out the fuse light up the other reactor dog we got you you know yeah, that's you know, a, i mean you can turn that parking lot to a to an airport runway yeah, you know them power plant uh groupies real yeah. deep yo hey. so, and who's nobody's fucking robbing you because you got a fucking nuclear bomb underneath your feet you mm-hmm. can just like you can light up everything i wish somebody would you know ah! what i'm saying <laughs> think i won't trip all the fail safes please please believe it please believe please it be. dog maybe an app on your phone during the zombie apocalypse man i'll be so straight I'll just be yeah. sitting in my nuclear power plant watching everybody die on TV like, oh man, they fucked up. Oh man, that, I'm telling you, if I had 36 million, dog, this the move right here. Uh, but instead some, some whack ass company is buying it to try to make renewable energy and shit. Of course. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> whack. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> no imagination, man. No imagination. Um, yeah. speaking of, uh, radiation apparently men should never put their phone in their pocket says a study that prolonged exposure to radiation steadily destroys sperm that's right oh uh you have oh. the, those telephone sperms man hmm. that's how you end up I in mean, uh I'm not... go ahead neighbor I, i'm like i feel like there's radiation everywhere man and um what are we like we're like a blip in time compared to the expansion of the universe like you know what i mean like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be paranoid about you know phone sperm like you know what i mean like i'm doing so much shit to my body getting all types of crazy that uh phone sperm is least of my worries well you know phone sperm that's how you end up in long distance relationships oh lord <laughs> is that, is that, is that's why some of the kids is dumb and why people write idiotic shit but they was sperm on uh, phone sperm I, I don't know if this generation of kids maybe maybe some of them might be cell phone babies you know mm-hmm. they might be you know but that was a like nokia brick babies you yeah, know yeah. i'm waiting to get to like the <laughs> razor babies uh, yeah that's our generation yeah. the razor babies. that's when that's when it was really giving you that good radiation mm-hmm. you know yeah. i want to see yeah, that yeah 
them sidekick babies. Mm-hmm. My daddy used to call me a test tube baby, but now I guess there's fucking mm-hmm. iPad babies and all types of crazy shit. Now they know um, why they know why these kids always be roaming, dog. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, why a lot of these motherfuckers don't have that many bars in their brain, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't get a lot of reception. Mm-mm. That's for sure. Oh, no, they show always reception. losing connections with each other. They don't go on datas no more. No, no service up there at yeah. all. None. Mm-hmm. No, it's no service up there, man. Right. Yeah. Some of these kids, yeah. you like, oh, you not a, you not a LTE baby. You like a three G baby. Ah, I can ah. see, see from the way you process things a little slower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, also, a pro gun group has sued Katie Couric for defamation uh, because she has a film. Uh, it's called Under the Gun. Okay. Now, is this the white woman on TV? Mm-hmm. Okay. Katie Couric. Yeah, she does interviews and shit. Okay. Um, yeah, Virginia Citizens Defense League is suing the former TV news anchor, TV network Epics, and director Stephanie, uh, Sotig, Sotig, uh, over misleading editing. Uh, pro-gun group Virginia Citizens Defense League is, uh, suing them, uh, for this documentary called Over the, uh, Under the Gun. The suit demands $12 million in damages following a fruitless round of accusations and half apologies over the film's editing. And under the gun, Corrick asked several members of the Virginia-based gun lobby if there are no background checks for gun purchasers now. Do you prevent felons or terrorists from pur- How do you prevent terrorists or felons from purchasing a gun? Nine seconds of silence follow as the interviews, uh, as the interviewees, all of whom are named as plaintiffs, appear to be lost for a loss for an answer, right? But by the VCDL's accounting and by the filmmaker's admission, the gun ownership advocates were not, in fact, silent, but answered the question. So they edited to make it seem like like they didn't have an answer when they actually did. And the VCDL produced the audio recording of the interview published by the Washington Free Beacon that does not track with the footage in the movie. Ooh. That is fucked Ooh. up. That is fucked up, yeah, that man. Is. Giving the, that still is allowing them to give their answers. That's some Daily Show shit. Like, you know how the Daily Show does an interview, then they chop it up to make it funny? Right. That's like some Daily Show shit, but not funny. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? You make it seem like I'm complicit in motherfuckers shooting up places and shit when I I did have an answer. And if my answer, and it must, the answer must have been okay if they chopped out the answer completely and put it into silence, they must have been like, well, this is way more damning than whatever sensible shit they said i mean from from personal experience of motherfuckers i know that 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 get guns from fucking all types of ways and that i'm pretty sure are not legal um it is way too easy to get a gun like you know what i mean like that's just from personal like street experience but um but 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 that does upset me because i I mean i want to trust journalism especially in documentaries like you know what i mean so it's like if you start playing, if you start fucking with that, like uh, that, that 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 only creates more of a problem, right? Because now look at this. Now they have a basis to say, well, we do have a system, and and this is being manipulated by the the you know the left wing liberal media, and this is what they do, and it's like now they have a leg to stand on with that, and that's not good. You know what I mean? Like, well, what kills that, me, that, that, that's what 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 kills me with the whole with the whole way it was set up is. A lot of times these groups and the spokesmen for some of these local groups, 
they are the sensible reasonable gun owners you know what i mean like because we've gotten to a point where the, the debate is so polarizing that the most vocal people are the, the i i you know I, I give a gun to a baby fuck you you know fuck you obama i'm buying more bullets for my baby's rattle or whatever there's like there's that there's that that's that group you know what i'm saying the give guns the puppies group and shit and then there's the fucking uh people um that are like you know of course abolish guns and stuff and i'm not calling those even i don't think that's even i'm an abolish all guns person but um there's like those two extremes always having this argument but there's a lot of people that own guns who are very much like no we need all the safety regulations they need to be followed a gun can kill you it is very serious it's okay to jump through hoops yeah it's okay to check the people's mental capacity it's okay right. to do background checks i have my gun locked up in my house i have i do these safety precautions things of this nature so it's 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 sad when you because you can find the nut job gun people if you want it's sad when you yeah. couldn't find them and so you try to turn everybody into the nut job people like they couldn't even come up with an answer y'all ain't that crazy it's like no man you could have found that guy that couldn't answer your question you or that would have had such a crazy answer that you would have just been like oh you know what put that shit out there you know what i mean so i don't stay I, out there or yeah or, or actually do the work, right? Like, because this is what happens on Facebook too. Is that somebody just reads a headline and then just starts writing their fucking opinion? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how about you do the work? If they gave you a real answer, then engage them and and you know what I mean. Get to your point. Because if you really have a, a, a basis, which I think uh, Katie Couric and and the ban abolish guns movement does have, uh, then you you just think about it and figure out. What, then keep asking like, well, why is it so easy for da 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 da? Uh, participant A, participant B, participant C to get a gun, and why are these things happening? If if what you're saying is true, if your answer is correct, and there are all these safeguards to um, to intelligent, responsible people owning weapons, uh, then why are these things happening? Because because that seems like there's a contradiction there, right? Yeah. And once they can't explain that, then you have your your real footage. But you know, to cut out their real answer and never challenge it, to me is 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 cowardly and lazy yeah especially with it it makes you part of the problem because especially with a very serious issue like gun ownership and things of that nature like people will take you know documentaries do this routinely by the way but it, they'll take it and they'll be like let's chop this shit up and it's like well you took something that was valid and now you've given a lot of people that are your detractors a good like scapegoat like a good way to just take their attention off of the truth you told and be like well they've had these horrible editing tactics and that's why you know that whole documentary is garbage and probably 95 percent of that documentary is like straight up factual the truth mm-hmm. and then this moment is now become the, the 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 distraction that lets people go fuck that whole documentary because that's that's all people need um all right let's get into some of our uh segments guys let's uh Let's do a little fucking with black people, guys, okay? Let me uh, get the song up so we can... Right, you're breaking up a little bit. Oh, I'm breaking up? All right, let me refresh as well. I'm going to refresh, and then we're going to do the uh, fucking with black people song. Okay. Um, Just take a second here, guys. Fishy. I don't know. It's this damn computer, man. It's just... Oh, yeah, we got... We, we got yeah, we're going to have to get back on that laptop. Yeah, I'm, I've already started moving things over with Dropbox so that I can just move to the laptop because it's way smoother of a transaction. Um, so I should be back on now. All right, hopefully I'm not breaking up anymore. Uh, am I good now, Neruda? Yeah, you're good. All right, cool. Let's play the song and uh, get to singing. 
uh here we go We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them from zero to a hundred intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. Let's start the game. Uh, here's one a rookie cop was fired because yes. he would not shoot an armed black man what yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah he was fired uh basically there was an armed man of color who uh you know the police were called on he's 23 years old he had a gun it wasn't pointed at the officer uh he showed up when he responded to the uh incident uh he didn't pull the trigger because he said he realized that it was a suicide by cop situation oh okay that makes sense uh and so two other cops showed up and of course immediately killed him yeah uh killed killed the black man ronald williams um and then he was failed he was fired later the cop who didn't shoot because he failed to eliminate a threat according to the police loaded it wasn't yeah well you know uh they didn't care um so he had to get fired because uh you know we gotta kill niggas like that's mm -hmm. that's the job description right like it's not it's not about protective serve it's about oh black man with a weapon let's kill him like you know black man with a wallet let's go black man with some cigarettes let's kill him black man whatever he says i I thought i was going to be able to talk to him and de-escalate it i knew it was a suicide by cop situation um i'll tell you this man i well i'll just say this first uh zero to 100 karen what is 100 100 for karen all right what about you uh neighborhood uh yeah 100 yeah it's 100 for me as well and it it just makes me feel like almost vindicated uh, to some extent because i know that um korean gangs wasn't the model victim for a lot of people and and they didn't meet their you know their criteria for somebody that we should have empathy or feel any level of uh injustice about but here's an officer saying yo i think i could have de-escalated that right trying to do his fucking job right you know here's an officer saying that and we're still like i'm like why did you why do people act they was so far-fetched that uh they couldn't have done that with korean gangs and also why do they act like it's so like the other like we see now the interior of their mentality where literally they fire this man you know how many people don't get fired that kill people and don't get yeah. fired like yeah. i hope he sues the fuck out of them fuck you right they they fired this man right right uh, this is wild man you're totally right to me it's 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 and I know that most people won't see it like this, but to me, it's the exact evidence to show you that the 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 mentality is is to is to shoot black people first. Like, right. You know what I mean, like everyone tries to deny that. I'm like, look at this situation, which is the polar opposite, which is where someone tried to not shoot them and they were punished for that. They were right. punished for not taking out a threat. That that those words themselves mean that I you. UK, we are threats automatically. Right, we're threats. So you have to take us out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
uh also they, oh go ahead neighbor i'm sorry i was gonna say and, and 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 you know we've gone over this before but they 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 can bring in white uh uh armed and and violent assailants uh alive you know and healthy and feed them but they can't do that you know what i mean with with any black people i think that it's obvious it's just you know what i mean and this is just more to the point where it's like even if you try to do that that's that's against the rules it's just crazy um also speaking of police officers or controversial job issues uh daniel pantaleo who is the uh guy who choked out eric garner mm-hmm. uh he's 31 years old uh he's been of course demoted to desk duty and oh. that has led to him having a one hundred and twenty thousand dollar pay increase what yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 he gets rewarded yeah 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 he made uh that well he he got a hundred twenty thousand dollars as his salary and that's twenty thousand dollars more than he was making so to do that his demotion is now paying him even more um and this is this makes sense because we just covered an article where the new york police department decided to change their long-held um rule and interpret it completely different and they, they no longer have to tell you how police officers are disciplined and that's why because they didn't they didn't do shit to this guy no, <laughs> they didn't want to come out and say well we actually gave him more money and uh we you couldn't keep that private we though. didn't suspend him at all and if, he's on death if duty they now. could have they would have yeah. so yep zero to a hundred yeah uh, and, and and these these fraternal organizations because that's what cops are a fucking gang dude that mm-hmm. blue lives matter shit that's a fucking gang dude and it 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 Fraternal organizations work like that, right? Like they, 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 they form so that they can, they can manipulate situations with an individual victim, right? Like the same thing happens with the, with the Catholic Church and their priests, you know, when they molest a kid, they just move them to a different parish. They just, you know, move them over to the Vatican. They just move them over, da, 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 right? And then you can't find them. And then, you know what I mean? Oh, all is forgiven. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, it's, it's really, uh, it, it disgusts me. You know what I mean? Like, um, and, uh, and until 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 there's actual repercussions for to what consider human, there won't be actual repercussions for killing us. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's what this really boils down to, right? Like we're we're looking for people want to talk about oh, uh, uh, well you've got equality, you've got wages, you've got this and the third. But no, I, I want to also be a fucking human being. Like you know what I mean? Like but I want to be considered a man before a black man. You know, um, and 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 that's what it really boils down to. Uh, with me and the, and the and this police situation, right? Like they don't even consider us human. You know what I mean? We're fucking animals to be hunted and killed. And um, and when you do it, right? It's like a fox hunt. When you do it, they throw you a fucking parade and they they give you a nice little safer job with a higher raise. But then when you when you fail to shoot the fox, that's when you get you get you know you get shitted on. You don't get taken on the next hunt. And that's what happened to this guy right here. Yep. Uh, uh, zero to hundred care come on man sarcastic looks don't play well on the audio um neruda a hundred a hundred yeah it's also a hundred for me guys uh kate upton and michael rapaport gave a uh twitter lecture about uh to black people about how and when they should protest um and of course everybody told them to shut the fuck up what did did, did, did rapaport say because i actually i actually know mike uh Mm -hmm. I've hung out with Mike before. Well, when you see uh, him, I'm going to need you to, like, you know, punch him in the <laughs> snot box. 
um okay so it started with um our first k upton said uh it was a picture of the miami dolphins players that were protesting mm-hmm. by kneeling and she said this is unacceptable you should be proud to be in america and especially on 9-11 when we should support each other protest and speak your mind whenever you want but not during the 120 seconds you should support the people who protect our freedom oh. yeah which yeah. is the exact opposite of doing what you want to yeah that's actually the opposite of saying you can protest whenever you want it's actually yeah. protest yeah. In, in a time and a place when i can ignore your oppression the best please thank you i'm trying to watch the game yeah trying to watch the game right yeah <laughs> and the thing is we, you know we've been supporting we've been supporting the flag for since the revolutionary war we've been supporting the flag for so long even before we had any before we were considered citizens right and so for you to then say that I can't, you know, uh, 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 abstain from supporting something that is continually harming me and doesn't have my best interests at heart, you know what I mean? Just because I'm born here is ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? Get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, and she did. And the thing yeah. is, these people always conveniently never talk about when we get killed by the cops they never talk about racism and systematic mm-hmm. oppression they never like they never bring up anything uh that doesn't help them like kate upton is a woman that i know for being seven pounds heavier than the average swimsuit model and riding the body positivity wave uh to to get the cover that year you know what i mean like uh it like she's not uh she like activism was cool when it was helping her right and then the second that it was not about helping her get the spotlight it's like fuck that shit y'all need to shut up you know it's it's amazing uh to just watch people be such hip hypocrites and everybody took her to task um i doubt she'll apologize or learn anything from it mm-hmm. uh because she's still insulated by being you know blonde eyed uh blonde hair blue eyed uh white woman and it's just so funny because the main people that were co-signing her were yep. a bunch of racist trolls that probably were just five years ago calling her a fat bitch and stuff like that yeah. no. I was gonna say too that like even her rise up like you know what I mean like she came off of a of a modeling contest right in like Miami or some shit like that right and like even her rise up from that contest like her following were like you know uh, celebrity black dudes and she it was similar to Kim like you know what I mean who saw her as like a a, a thick white girl right. and they would put her in videos and put her in all types of shit like you know what I mean like it was very uh, much the like uh and this and and i don't even say go further and say um black people in general were very we're always very embracing of white women whose beauty aesthetic uh it has been pushed outside the boundaries of what normal the average heterosexual white male seems to want Mm -hmm. so and we've done that for a long time where we like we're embracing this woman because she was shunned by whiteness the same way we embrace people that are like of mixed heritage because they're shunned by whiteness and and things of this nature and many times we end up being the focal point of a lot of their issues and disdain too because you know that's why we end up with people that say stuff like the you guys are enforcing a one drop rule and it's like you have no idea of history if you think that's what black people are doing but but yeah. you know you have these moments where we end up in their ire or you find out they're not as cool as you thought they were you know drew Brees, not as cool as i thought he was you know mm-hmm. a dude that got the ride away with the like you guys are symbolic of katrina and to come back for new orleans from that and he rode that wave but then when it was time 
the with a rubber mat to roll he was like y'all need to just be standing up for this anthem you know um uh meanwhile you know never said a word about um you know uh alton sterling or any you know or like uh like he's just not that guy mm-hmm. um and uh and and you know some of this is unfair to put this on them but they don't mind riding the wave and she was definitely a person that got the wave of well white people think everybody's too big girl come on over here you fine and people were you know like uh people were giving her props as like yeah you're slightly heavier than the 95 pound swimsuit model so you cool with us and of course you know some shit like this happens of course um And, and, and the thing about a lot of these, these celebrities, like, they don't even, like, uh, people who, like, Iggy and, 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 and who get on like that, you know what I mean? Like, they don't even, they don't understand how special, like, that is. Like, they, they take it for granted. Like, you know what I mean? They think they're just good at it. You know what I mean? Like, I say this all the time that, like, yo, when, when, when a, when a white person does something dope, it's like, oh, that was just natural God-given talent, right? When a black person does something dope, it's like, oh, that's because white people provided them the space to do it. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's always, it's, it's, it's always, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the way I feel about it. And so, I don't know. I feel like she'll never realize that, that that's why she's successful today. So she doesn't get why she should, you know, uh, recognize, recognize her privilege and recognize her, uh, 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 uh support from, from a community that, uh, that really didn't but you know i don't think she will yeah and she don't have to you know no one's gonna do it there's nothing's gonna happen to her like it it'll only if it's like she has a crisis of conscience will she really have to sit back and go yeah i was fucked up for that you know um also um michael rapaport said he need to get involved in this so he said anybody that kneels on 9-11 is getting uh alioed and possibly drop for my fantasy football team think it through fellas for real now what i liked about his tweet was he didn't even have a conviction to say he would be dropping them because he didn't know who was gonna do it so he was like oh, possibly drop for my fantasy league I, i'm gonna tell you that i might bench you today and i think he meant it um he thought it would be like a funny joke maybe or something and uh obviously a lot of people were like yeah it didn't go over well you know um and specifically coming from him i mean who hires michael rapaport that's not black come on now that's how most black people know who you are yeah like if it ain't spike lee or i mean shit i think the last thing i saw him in was blackish like who do you have a job besides when black people hook you up with some shit like i think bill simmons hooked him up with a podcast but in general you've been eating off of our culture all this time you can't shut the fuck up one time bro for real um I'm, yeah go ahead i'm sorry no 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 uh look i i don't think like i hate this idea that white men have to fucking have give permission you know for us to do what the fuck we want to do i fucking hate that shit and you know what i mean like but i also think that he in that in that in that statement he's kind of fucking around like you know what i mean right. like i don't think that he really oh it gets worse yeah that if that was all that happened he wouldn't be in this article Uh uh-uh yeah what happened was he started going after black people that disagree with him uh which is always where you uh where you fuck up at yeah that's where you always kind of end up fucked up like he actually tweeted at me like and i wasn't even saying shit i was just like yo man that's weird he's 
should probably calm down he tweeted at me and i was like hey dude uh on some real shit you should probably let this one go because it's not like it's not gonna end good for you and he really fucked up because he went at um black girl nerds on twitter Oh no, she ain't the one. And as I have said you know, several times, when they get information, this look, is serious. The black girl nerd hive is so real. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people go over there testing her, right. and why they end up. Uh, and he tried to turn it into like, "Hey, come on my podcast and we could talk about it." And she was like, "No, you know, like, I got my own motherfucking platform, right?" And he's like, "Oh, I guarantee our podcast is big, da 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 da." And I don't, I'm not saying this because I need your help or something. I'm just doing this. And she's like, "I don't like you. I don't want to work with you. Like, it's completely my right to say you said fucked up things today, right? And I'm not okay with it. It just got lit up. That's what that was, right? Um, so you know, he he went at them, uh, went at her because she said, uh." you know she doesn't do debates on the podcast and lead at the twitter plus it sounds like you're exploiting a real issue for ratings for his podcast and he's like nah we go triple platinum you being on the podcast does zero for me open invite sincerely and she said come on and then people then she had to block him and then people were like just being like dude what the fuck all day with him um what what i what i thought was funny was um just the meltdown because essentially yeah. if you think it was a joke then you just leave it at it's a, i'm joking y'all just fuck with y'all but it's that ego yeah. that he couldn't let it go yeah. he tried to control the whole situation by responding to any and every black person that had a problem with him and it's sad because it's just like dude you you wouldn't be shit without black people real Come talk on. like that's your career it's us dog nobody else fucking with you like that so it was just kind of sad to see that shit happen but he don't you know he on some other shit right now he don't care you know yeah but i think you're right i think you know a lot of time i'm you know it happens to me too where the ego gets involved but the thing is that he's not recognizing his privilege right like right. you know what i mean like he's he's not recognizing that like he's um he's not in a position to tell anybody how or what they should do, especially not depending on whether or not you're going to drop me on your fantasy football team. It's insulting and condescending. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and he took, like, he was doing stuff. And like I said, the initial comment wasn't even that bad. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. it was, it was just like, it could have just been a joke that just didn't land. Right. But it it was like the, he was tweeting out pictures of him and Eddie Murphy on some, like, I got black friends type shit. Like, it it was, like he's been retweeting every racist person that is saying something that that backs him which is another huge mistake a lot of people make when they're when people are coming down on them there's a lot of people that like anyone supporting me retweet see i'm right and it's like yeah if i go click on that dude's thing is also pro trump it's also saying uh all blue lives matter black lives don't matter it's also you like just let it go bro you don't have to like you can't win this one or whatever so uh yeah that shit was just real whack bro but hey he can just always retreat back to being white and uh people will leave it at that um so zero to a hundred karen oh 100 100 to karen for karen uh what about you neruda uh i'm gonna do i'm gonna do i'm gonna do 95 because uh Cause, uh, I, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him 5%. Just like, I think he made a mistake and I think his ego took over. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, he's still in the wrong. Yeah. Know? I'm around that up to a hundred. Um, 
<laughs> and uh i also give them a hundred um you know because hey it's it's not about uh if you fucked up you got that hundred bro like you earn that you know like be proud of your hundred uh my man because uh you know that takes a lot to get them you know but yeah i'm definitely 100 fucked with especially when you add k upton in there um yeah the the worst part is um he also put a video online earlier of him um like uh like trying to trying to uh explain himself uh on the shit um and it was just so so bad you know hold on let me see if i can um play the video man this, this is so wild man um you're nothing. You're nothing. You're a slave, man. I'll fucking take my fucking belt off, man. I'll make you my fucking monkey. Huh? Come on. Get on the floor. Hey, fucking relax. Get on the floor! Yeah, man. He was tripping hard, man. I That didn't help explain it at all to me. Mm-hmm. But, uh... the wrong angle on that. I don't yeah. Think. Definitely made it worse. Uh, oh, let me go to this next session, Karen. I saw it cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, invite everybody back. Go live again. That Michael Rapport never has to deal with this because of his privilege. Um, and I'm going live one more time. And let me invite y'all back on screen. Uh, that's on me. Uh, invited you. Yes, and I'm inviting Neruda back as we speak. All right. But uh, yeah, that was uh, feeling very fortunate on that one. Um, and we'll wait till Nairuda gets on screen and we'll go to the next segment. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what's up? All right, there he is. All right, let's go to the next segment, guys. Uh, this is the new segment on the show. Uh, it's a palate cleanser. We've been talking about all this racism and shit, and it's pretty serious, mm-hmm. getting pretty grim. Uh, it's time for White People News. Let me play the song for white people today. Situation. But every dark tunnel has a lighter hope, so don't hang yourself with a celibate rope. Movie showing, so you're going. All right, let's get into 
some white people news mm-hmm. um he's just a good friend minka kelly denies her romance with wilmer valderrama despite being pictured on a romantic mexican getaway with him oh, shit. Mm-hmm. yeah she this is important to white people um she says that he's a really really good person but the 36 year old actress is saying she is not uh romantically involved with him hmm. which uh makes sense you know because um she was also seen out today eating lunch by herself hmm. yeah major news guys was the brie delicious uh i don't know what she had for lunch yet but i'm just saying um if she was if she was romantically linked with this dude obviously she wouldn't be eating lunch by herself she'd be out eating lunch with wilma valderrama so i feel like we've the rumors have been confirmed i'm glad they have i hope you two white people who i don't know make up and and get back together again well i think he's moving on into greener pastures i i think she's she's a little too old for wilma's taste um and jl covan has been speculating that um you know he's gonna go after some younger meat out there so mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be shocked uh she uh was looking chic in an off show off the shoulder gypsy blouse with a deep frill that she tucked into a pair of gray wide leg trousers cropped to mid calf plus black flat sandals oh that's what that, that shirt is called a gypsy shirt i didn't know that mm-hmm with the, her brunette trace tresses oh what'd you say Naruto? she looks like a pirate Mm-hmm. Pirate with her brunette tresses smoothed back into a ponytail she accessorized with a pair of cat eye dark glasses and a small black leather bag mika started the day by donning exercise wear to walk her terrier mixed pooch fred in the park mm. they even knew the name of the dog well everybody knows the name of the dog when they call you and tell you i'm gonna be walking fred Not in the park today. can the paparazzi please show up and make this an article um yeah. so that's some good news <laughs> uh let's see who else made the white people news today uh pixie lot displays her old school glamour in a figure hugging lace dress with a thigh split as she works a faux boob wait a faux bob uh following <laughs> following west end performance sure that thigh meat. uh apparently so um this is uh Can I say that again wait who's who's pixie who's pixie lot a white person mm-hmm. i'd be i'd be oh i'm always lost in this segment yeah she is a white person Uh, i can google her uh and sometimes they be famous people i know but i don't be knowing their real names yeah this is just uh this is more of a uh, you know unwinding is what we're doing apparently uh she's the star of breakfast at tiffany's never seen it okay so she was 80s mm -hmm. yeah she wowed in a figure hugging plunging lace wrap dress as she left london's theater royal royal Haymarket, rocking a faux bob uh the 25 year old pop singer set hearts racing in a saucy three-quarter length sleeve number as she headed out after the show that boasted a cheeky thigh high slit mm, it is cheeky i see though she also has some uh pretty sensible uh high heels on black high heels mm-hmm uh she epitomized style of course the former strictly star uh paraded her perfectly toned pins as she oozed sex appeal in the black and flesh colored ankle grazing dress Ooh, not ooze like slime yep 
so she kept her sophisticated theme with a simple pair of black pointed pumps as she carried her embellished clutch so flaunt uh she of course flaunted her pristine decolletage the mama dude's songstress ensemble emphasized her enviable petite waist as she displayed her flair for fashion that sound like a meal mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah good for her good for you pixie lot mm-hmm. glad to see you getting out on the town in those uh showing them, showing them thighs with them pins um (laughs) what else do white people care about uh she's like the kaepernick she's like the kaepernick of white people like she's cutting edge like showing leg and Mm -hmm. wearing simple she's like really silently protesting uh (laughs) patriarchy yeah uh u.s partiers u.s united states partiers washed up in canada after they were blown across the st Clair river holy shit yeah 15 they do they they gave some maple syrup and shit them back uh <laughs> what are you doing on our side you hosers right well you if don't it's here. if it's canada they probably welcome them you know canada's much nicer than oh, us unlike us we'll shoot you yeah. if you're brown an estimated 1500 americans illegally and unexpectedly washed 1500. up on 1500 1500 yeah uh they washed up in canada late sunday after strong winds blew them across the st Clair river near sarna ontario or Sarnia, I'll tell you. Uh, they were participating in the annual Port Huron float down during which people simply float down the river on rafts, inner tubes, and other flotation device, uh, devices from Port Huron, Michigan. Oh, so did we just get in the water and just go wherever the fuck it take us? Apparently that's what white people are into, Karen. Which explains how they found that, America. That... <laughs> yeah, Columbus was looking is... for India and this is how he found it. Well, you saying neighborhood? I'm yeah. sorry. I was just saying that. Like, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that's every white man's dream is to like uh, sail off into the uh, you know into the sunset mm-hmm. or 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 ride a horse off into the moonlight. Like this, like those are the two like natural fantasies for every white person. Uh, I'm, I'm more about. I'm more shocked that when they landed, they didn't just go. Well, we claim this land that we just discovered. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The high winds pushed them uh, to a number of points along the Canadian shore. They had to be rescued by the Sarnia police, the OPP, the Canadian Coast Guard, Canada Border Service Agency, and employees from a nearby chemical company, Lanxis, Canada. So now Canada had to wow. foot the bill to go get their asses out of the fucking water. Mm-hmm. The Navy had the OPP out there. You know? Hey, you know what that you is. Know you know what that is. Yeah. OPP is not that simple okay <laughs> to explain white people are crazy man like white people just go and do shit and like just expect it to be solved like you know what I mean if something goes wrong yeah. like that white boy that went to fucking Viet, uh, 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 went to fucking uh, yeah was it, was it in, North, uh, Korea? No, North Korea yeah North Korea North Korea and like stealing shit and then he's just like but I didn't know can I go home no nigga now you right. go to jail did you know zero zero research any any little bit of research would have told you no you can't go down there fucking shit up bro they will keep you they will hard labor motherfucker they give nothing about your white ass privilege right they don't think like that just the idea of hopping into a fucking raft or or float just a like i'm looking at the picture some of these people are just on motherfucking like 
like float like just floative devices like it's not even ships or boats or anything and they were just like oh we'll just float down the river uh, nothing can stop us other than the wind <laughs> the you fuck? ain't scared about a fucking shark or something some fish in there hitting that shit tipping you over i just i mean you could just drown it just right you know they be drinking and shit all day you know these motherfuckers weren't uh, sober right they probably got out didn't even know where they were at one of them shouted god bless canada <laughs> thank you canada yelled another <sighs> these motherfuckers you know what's funny but yet if 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 if, if a bunch of cubans just floated over here or if a bunch of haitians just floated over here they we'd have kicked them right the fuck back <laughs> like, we would have been like send alien ass back i don't care how adorable this little motherfucker is put guns in his family face and send his ass back y'all better kick that raft back out in that water uh yeah they so they floated over there they said uh it got crazy once the floaters were fished out the water or simply gathered up on the shore they were shipped back to the u.s on sarnia transit buses with a police escort it got crazy out there but it worked out the sarnia police service posted on his facebook page the event has no sponsors and nobody is responsible for its operation there's no registration process either so you know what that means no insurance no one signed anything right. no permission granted nope. it's just random white people collectively being like let's get flotation devices and go down the river yep. shit, uh, <laughs> shit motherfuckers <laughs> i told you shit don't make no sense they amazing dog that's why they conquered yeah. the earth I tell you. uh yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. that 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 yeah. anyway that's white people news for the day guys white people just floating around all right last thing we gotta do uh we gotta talk about um uh we gotta play some guess the race okay it's been a while we haven't checked neighborhood's racism lately we have no (laughs) idea but we're gonna give them a checkup real quick right now now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today naruto williams to do uh some guessing of the race and the chat room and karen play along and they are all racist all right here we go article number one okay um a man from i don't know where ball is but a ball man b-a-l-l ball uh told the police the sheriff's deputies on friday that he had divine approval for a 10 mile chase he led them on that reached speeds of around 100 miles an hour white karen's going white already going there's no extra points for being early but she's going white early all right Mm -hmm. He said, he said it was it was divine like god given dylan christopher thompson 20 years old told deputies after he was captured that god told him uh to drive fast that day and that other motorists on keezer avenue were leading him to drive fast according to the sheriff's office oh white white, white. okay both Keep people white. are going white Keep okay white. all right 
uh deputies attempted to stop the vehicle but the driver failed to stop turning right on williams avenue traveling northbound at excessive speeds then onto herman taylor road it reads more deputies and police department officers responded to the assist uh to assist the pursuing deputy the driver later identified as thompson drove on the levee road driving southbound and damaging gates and fencing and released uh the release also reads uh but as deputies were ready to deploy spike strips the pursuing deputy radioed that thompson had lost control of the truck and had run off the road uh him and a passenger uh ran into a nearby woods a passenger mm-hmm yep <laughs> no injuries were reported uh he allegedly had grabbed and pulled his unidentified passenger into the woods the passenger was not charged so the passenger was they was just riding he was like you know what watch this what well i wonder if the passenger was jesus because jesus could be his co-pilot think about it (laughs) jesus is his homeboy hey man like people always laugh at this but what if he right have y'all thought about that Mm -mm what if god was in there like hey fuck them police dog keep driving Mm -mm, mm -mm, it's mm -mm. me god do a (laughs) do a hundred make a left on west boulevard i'm not buying that all right karen no one's buying it all right you're both sticking with white fly down freedom drive all right let's check the chat room see what they believe he's still alive my brother-in-law white white jesus (laughs) white jesus knew that white man needed an adrenaline boost uh always blame the mistakes on god white whiter than michael rapaport's entitlement <laughs> what if god was one of us then he'd be white ah! he'd be white like that man hey, he's just living his life a quarter mile at a time guys okay oh lord that's all uh at any rate the correct answer is white yeah if you want to see what he looks like i'll put him on screen so you guys can uh get a look at what uh the person that god was talking to um i like his hair his hair is much more if you told me this dude was speeding and said god told him to do it i'd be like i don't he doesn't look like the type and i'd be dead wrong (laughs) apparently he is is it showing on screen yet karen Mm -hmm. okay cool all right and uh i wouldn't have guessed that one all right well you got white so you got it right uh all right let's go to uh the next story high school drug sniffing dog found marijuana during a random classroom search in the teacher's bag ah (laughs) Mm. i guess uh some some teachers get an apple and some people get a dime bag you know uh a drug sniffing dog found drugs in the high school teacher's bag during a random search teacher anna carrera 23 was arrested after the search on monday morning is now accused of having marijuana with her all the time by the way that makes you immediately the coolest teacher in the school and the least cool because then you got arrested in front of all your students so like you know it's, it's like you go from like oh teacher get down okay i see you and then uh now getting arrested it's like damn we can never respect you again how you gonna tell you see you again yeah pay attention in class why don't you pay attention in class <laughs> <laughs> is you high boy is you high right i mean you holding uh teacher anna carrera 23 
was arrested after the search on monday morning and is now accused of having marijuana with her all the time the dog was brought in for a random search which led to her arrest at 9 30 a.m now who taught the rest of them classes somebody had to her bag contained less than two ounces of marijuana and she's been charged with a class a misdemeanor this is a very disappointing incident and we do not want to take it away from the rest of the faculty who serve a positive role models for the students of lanier high school oh well wasn't she a positive role model till she got caught i mean damn that's fast principal what a dick uh carrera was in her first year at lanier high school and the school district said she has now resigned black twitter was not outraged because she was wearing very loose fitting clothes so it was fine Ah! (laughs) her dress wasn't too tight so she could she could carry drugs uh like all your photoshop teachers which you really thought you had which actually they were teachers they were stuff like that back in the day but everybody like uh teachers was in two-piece suits at all times guess the race of anna carrera karen black karen's going black anna carrera a black woman what about you uh naruta i'm gonna say black yeah all right we got two blacks two people going black let's see what the chat room believes taught me how to sell weed my nigga my nigga black teaching just ain't worth it hispanic miss carrera had cataracts but uh she cool as fuck bring tacos on thursdays hispanic oh distracted her students with tight salsa dresses ha <laughs> knows the spanish word for glaucoma duck swims on her back mexican oh that's racist tv be touch latina getting high in the teacher's lounge i'm surprised nobody's uh done to put some hot sauce on my burrito baby lately but uh at any rate karen and neruda are both dead wrong she was latina you oh, people that said Mexican yeah. and Latina, you racist motherfuckers, y'all got it right. Good job. You gotta show me a picture. Of course, I'm gonna show a picture. Isn't that what I always you know, do? I, I consider Latins to be black, so, but like, all right, mm. I'll take the law. Yeah, that's I'll some New that. York centric shit right there. That y'all be letting them get away with saying nigga and everything up there. I'm like, how the <laughs> oh, fuck? Boy, y'all better oh. than us uh but yeah that uh that is um that is her all right let's go to the bonus round um where's my bonus round music Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. Bonus round against the race. So far, Neruda and Karen are one and one. Okay, they are tied going into the bonus round. Let's see how it works out. The bonus round is brought to you by Bevel. That's right. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps, okay? Nobody likes irritation. Nobody likes bumps and discoloration on their skin. And Bevel has proven to get rid of that for four out of five men. You get reduced razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. It's created by Tristan Walker, the true and living black man. 
uh who's a young entrepreneur who wanted to cater to unique shaving needs for black men and trust me man i shave with it and after you shave you just feel so good you just feel like man finally something for me you know it's like the first time black men discovered magnum condoms you know it's just like oh, Lord. finally something that that's caters to, to our specific needs so make sure you guys go to getbevel.com put in code tbgwt and get 20 percent off of your first month that's getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right last story police a woman has been charged for putting out a cigarette in her boyfriend's eye holy shit Mm-mm-mm. must have been ash wednesday mm-hmm. guess you said you won't need these mm-hmm. um a woman is facing charges at the police say she put out a cigarette in her boyfriend's eye on monday uh st albans police say they were called to the home on bard avenue for a destruction of property complaint police arrested cindy underwood 39 after her boyfriend told police that the two got into an argument because he got home late well damn that's a lot of pressure ah, right. you got to be on time they putting cigarettes out in people's eyes damn <laughs> at least a phone call or a text um so yeah so yeah he was arguing with her according to the criminal complaint and then she put a cigarette in his eye police say the woman did have an eye i mean the boyfriend did have an eye injury and was complaining about not being able to see oh he was taken to the hospital underwood's preliminary hearing is scheduled september 22nd uh guess the race of cindy underwood spell cindy c-i-n-d-y she was white karen's going white neruda i I think i think it's white too all right both going white let's check the chat room and uh and see what they think about it um uh yeah, oh. what kind of cigarette was it what kind of cigarette was it it didn't say it didn't say yeah. i wish i knew guys it's between between a marlboro and a virginia slim i don't know if there was menthol difference. in these cigarettes i don't know if they were newports i have no idea guys could have been a black amount mm. uh you ain't looking at that bitch again black ah not deplorable trump supporter white white menthol free cigarette white think colin kaepernick is trash white captain morgan is her favorite liquor white cindy is white uh those weren't newports white so we had one person that went black everybody else went white and everybody's right and one person said black angry black woman stereotype got your ass hemmed up homeboy mm-hmm. he thought it was gonna be uh he thought he thought he had one uh is it on screen yet is it showing mm-hmm. all right i think i think i got it on but uh, it, i think say, it's moving a little slow look like i did a six ball but oh shit what happened to it, it went off all right hold on let me go back let me go back because it's important that y'all see what cindy is looks like uh what what, what, what happened to it let me go back here and there we go all right here we go this is what cindy looks like don't she look like she put a cigarette out in the motherfucking eye yeah like her face just look like yeah i did it oh 
yeah. come your ass home on time and your eyes will be working yeah yeah look like she'll fuck you up she don't even look sorry like, <laughs> motherfucker mm-hmm. wasting my virginia slam on this motherfucker mm-hmm. yeah. yeah look like she would be the when they doing a country tune she'd be like in the video mm-hmm uh all right man let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up with our last segment which of course is always about trying to spread awareness about these unregulated swords mm-hmm. in this nation and the ratchetness they call sword ratchetness make it one day but apparently he he always he's dead Mm -hmm. uh i don't remember we covered this one or not but a masked man carrying a sword robbed a north carolina hair salon and got away with nearly four thousand dollars did we cover that one did he steal hair uh no four thousand dollars oh he's a masked man he carried a sword saturday morning uh happened at 11 40 a.m at customers come first african braids i feel like we covered this i think we did too all right Anyway, that motherfucker's still on the loose. Get his ass. Got $4,000 worth of hair supplies and shit. Um, all right, here's another one. Um, Cicero police find a man allegedly swinging a sword during the overdose investigation. Uh, they discovered a man swinging a sword in an alleged meth lab on Honeycomb Path on Monday morning. Police responded to the house around 10 24 a.m. when they saw a man across the street swinging what they described as a two foot long sword. When they found a woman, when they found a woman inside the home, they said she was having difficulty breathing and acting irrational. Uh, they arrested the man with the sword, 30 year old Brian Stanton on charges, including second degree reckless endangerment, uh, misdemeanor. That's it. Uh, while they were investigating, police said they smelled a strange chemical odor and also saw a smoke haze throughout the house. When they looked around, police say they found what could be a meth lab and drug paraphernalia. Police say there were multiple people on the scene when they arrived at a rental property. They say additional criminal charges are pending. I gotta say, man, yeah. meth is the scariest of the drugs. Because mm-hmm. meth is one of those drugs you read about, and it's like the drug itself makes you get caught. You know what I mean? Like, like if you do smoke weed, nobody has that story where it's like, man, I smoked weed. It was so good. The cops had to call to my house and they came and got me. That's shit. You know what I mean? Hallucinating and shit. Yeah. Like even cocaine and shit. Like, you know, even heroin, like heroin doesn't, you know, like, man, I, I had a trip on heroin. I, I had hallucinations and the cops had to come. Like mm-hmm. these, man, this is the only one where it's like, yeah, I got so high, I just pulled out a sword, started running around with no clothes on, and the cops had to come get me. That and bath salt scared me. I turned around and ate somebody's yeah. face off. It's like, how do you do that drug twice? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Damn, it must be good. It, I ain't I, never doing it. Mm-mm, I don't ever want to taste that taste that glory. No, That's thank scary. you. I'll tell you what you do want to taste. Get yourself a taste of that Harlem Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right all of it if you're in new york i know we got a ton of fans in new go york get high off of comedy. um go to harlemfestival.com um check oh. it out i'm sorry harlemcomedyfestival.com uh as i wrote it down and then messed up uh harlemcomedyfestival.com it'll be in the show notes uh follow neruda on twitter at neruda care bear mm-hmm. uh n-e-r-u-d-a 
care bear all one word um go support and let and let them know that you found out through us yeah which dates is it in october again uh it's in september my bad last week of september my bad go ahead which, which dates is it september 24th through the 30th um and we're gonna have uh uh not just stand up but like uh there's gonna be showcases and a film series at this nice like uh black owned uh small documentary uh documentary cinema uh, space in in harlem and uh it's just it's, it's gonna nice like trip through harlem and you get to see like like historical neighborhoods and 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 new venues and and uh hopefully you not only get to see entertainment but you learn something and, and i think it's gonna be dope all right man get out there and experience some harlem comedy and uh find out that uh you know harlem is more than just mace and cameron y'all it's a lot to it it's a lot out there to that scene uh we'll be back tomorrow um so until then i love you i love you too